Okay, this week we are diving into a brand new film that just released uh, that I think uh, touches on um, the expectations of family, mm. the influence of family, mm. choosing your family, mm. uh, redemption. Uh, family redemption? Sure. Um, also, like, stepping into your own individual identity, mm. I think, um, ancestral grief and how that drives you. Um, I, of course, am talking about the new Marvel movie, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, we have uh, a great cast. We have um, a lot of new stuff from Marvel, which I think is great. Some great fight choreography. Uh, we get the real, quote-unquote, real Mandarin. Is in this. We have a whole new direction and corner for the MCU. So, Hunter. Yes. You're saying a lot of stuff about this movie. Sounds we like all, we sounds always do. Sounds like we have a lot to unpack this we week. Do. Yes. But is it good? Quite. Okay. Yep. All, all right. right. That's it. See you guys next week. Yeah. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Our, what does that sound? It's the... The, there's a bathroom behind us being remodeled, and yeah. I think the toilet is running. You should uh. go catch it. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Welcome. Get it, because it's a toilet. I get it. It's episode 38 of But Is It Good Podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're diving into a brand new movie this week. Mm-hmm. Just dropped uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, the new Marvel movie. Um, oh, wait, sorry, back up. I'm your host, Hunter Callahan. And I'm your host, Zach Olson. And with us always yes. is Whiskers Queen Elizabeth Callahan Olson III. The host and uh, CEO founder of this podcast. Mm. She is on my desk. She is just, yeah. We'll As get to always. That. Whiskey shots. <laughs> anyway, cool. Um, how are you today? Good, sir. I'm doing well. I haven't seen you in about nine hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had a sort of a late night. Yep. Uh, in relation to our normal nights, normally I'm in bed at about 9.30. 9 o'clock. I'm usually up till about 11.30. Okay. You have a child. The baby. <laughs> you have a baby. Uh, last night we went and saw... The Black Crows. Yes. At, uh, I don't really think it matters where. In Solaris Amphitheater <laughs> yeah, at Lakewood. Downtown and... Oh, sorry, Whiskey, I just dropped her. Um, it's not downtown. Whatever. They don't know. It's not. It's south southeast Atlanta. Um, outside the perimeter is no, not. It's, no, it's not. Oh, I guess it is inside it's the a, perimeter. It's ITP. It's ITP. Um, but great show. It was my second time seeing them. It was mm-hmm. your first, right? It was my first time seeing them. Good stuff. Good they stuff. They sound great. Great show. Mm-hmm. Do we want to mention, I was like, to the man who we literally watched pee himself, I hope you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> if you are listening, I hope you are doing well. That was a very interesting experience. Never had to step over someone's pee on the ground. I feel like <laughs> it would be more understandable if it was like the end of the night and he had been drinking too much. We were you walking know, into the we were walking into the venue at about six forty five PM <laughs> and a man peed himself. Oh man, that was he must have had a rough night. Anyway, good show. Um football's back. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. not let's not let's not talk about it. <laughs> Actually no. I don't care. One of my teams lost, one of my teams won. Yeah. The team that won won a very big game. My alma mater, uh, UGA, beat Clemson 10-3. to mm-hmm. The team that I grew up watching, Georgia Tech, is still terrible. Someone keeps tapping on the door, and I'm not sure if it's a demon. It's probably Addy. 
the Addy. You, you, like you can check you, if you want to. You like to come in here. Yeah, I'll segue into the next uh, segment. Is it a dog? Nothing. Nothing. Which is terrifying. It's a ghost. <laughs> you heard something. I did. I did hear something. Um, all right, cool. Well, let's dive in. Uh, we got some shindigs to run through before we get into Shang-Chi. Uh, so give me a theme song, please. You want the news? He's got the news right now. Entertainment news. Yeah. E.T. E.T. No, wait, that's, that's entertainment news. E.N. E.N. There we go. English. Cool. Um, as usual, this is in no particular order. And then we'll do a trailer reaction in a second. Um, first, Jungle Cruise is getting a sequel. Okay. Good for them. Was there any lore behind this, or was it just a ride that they it's turned into a ride. It's a jungle ride a that movie. they turned into a movie. Which um, is what uh, um, Pirates. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yep. Caribbean? Caribbean? I say Caribbean. But it's it's Caribbean, isn't I, it? I, it? Knowing our luck on these kind of things, it's probably <laughs> Caribbean. But, okay, so in our in our geographic location yes. within the U.S., I feel like most people say Caribbean. 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 So it's like a, a learned thing. Yeah. We're not to blame. Do you say oil or oil? What? I yeah. say oil. Yeah, me too. Caramel <laughs> or caramel? Oil. oil. Caramel or caramel? Uh, caramel. I think I say caramel. Uh, pecan? Caramel. <laughs> pecan or pecan. pecan? I say pecan. I say pecan. Yeah. Unless it's pecan pie. No, I say pecan pie. Pecan pie. Would you, <laughs> like a, would you like a slice of the pecan pie? A pecan pie, please? Let me get that pecan pie. Um, and then my uncle will be like, pecan is something you have underneath your bed. <laughs> and I'm like, go back. Go back to fr- <laughs> go back from whence you came, Uncle. I, I I know I can think of somebody who needed a pecan. Yep, that poor man last night. Anyway, uh, yeah, good for them. I like Emily Blunt. I like The Rock. So yay. Uh, here's one that I know you, your dad will be excited about because you mentioned that he likes these kind of movies, or like Episode Two, mm-hmm. Expendables Four. Oh yeah, he's, <laughs> he's gonna be down. He's gonna go. He's he's going to want to see that in theaters. Ex- Let me see if I can f- f- figure out who's gonna be in this. Spend, uh, ex- Expendables. I spelled it wrong. Expendables Four. Um, who's gonna be in this? All you need to know. Okay, cool. Uh, we have Sylvester Stallone. Mm-hmm. Um, great voice actor. Is that all? That's all we have. Hold on. <laughs> it's just him. Wait. Everyone else has been expended. Uh, Jason Statham, mm-hmm. Dolph Lung- Lundgren, mm-hmm. Randy Couture. Uh, yes. Arnold Schwarzenegger had said he wouldn't return unless Stallone was involved. Stallone's on board, so we'll see. Okay. Uh, 50 Cent. Yeah, there you go. Megan Fox. Yep. And Tony Jaa. Do you think all of these do you think all of these actors are expendables? Actually, we have a new guest <laughs> to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um Hollis Gray. Hollis Gray. He turned 4 months 3 months old. Callahan Dashels. No. <laughs> three, <laughs> three, 3 months old yesterday. Uh he's come and join us for the time being. Anyway, cool. So yeah, um I don't care about this movie at mm-hmm. all. I haven't seen any of them. Cool. So but hey, good for them. I think I've seen the first one. It was like, you know, explosions and gunfire. Yeah. And, you know. Um, we get our first look at Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. Is it is that yeah. the name of the movie? It's the name of the movie. Oh, cool. Yeah. It looks it looks I have only seen like bits and pieces of like one of them. Mm-hmm. Um 
Hey, buddy. Uh, it looks like a video game. Well, it, no, I know, but like I'm saying, like it looks like people like cosplaying for a video game. Oh, okay. I cool. didn't, but I, I also it's just like a, you know pictures. He's. Are we talking? I he can't. was literally every morning. <laughs> you gave me the biggest smile. Literally every morning, just so everyone knows. I know we're getting off track. I know, buddy. He's right. He's right. We should watch The Expendables. <laughs> Every morning, he wakes up around 6.30, and he talks for like an hour. Mm-hmm. He just lays there and talks. Sweet boy. Hey, Hollis, what did you think of Shang-Chi? Nothing. He's saving it for, <laughs> for our, like, the end of the episode. Yeah, like in-depth discussion. Cool. Um, This was big news. I don't know what this is, but... Uh, it says the return of the Rocketeer is coming to Disney Plus. Return of the Rocketeer. Ro- the Rocketeer. Rocketeer. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know anything about the Rocketeer, but hey, cool. Seems like a like a like a, like like a golden age of film superhero type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so hey, good for them. Uh, top. Here's some ones that are that are this this sucks and this is I hope this is not a trend. Um, two Tom Cruise films, uh, Top Gun Maverick. Uh, and Mission Impossible 7 have been pushed back yet again. Okay. Top Gun Maverick has been pushed back to May 27th of 2022. Okay. And Mission Impossible 7 has been pushed back to September 7th of next year, so a year from Tuesday, tomorrow, Monday. Uh, next year is 2022, right? Yeah. What did I say? It was No, it was just funny because for the first one you said 2022, and then uh, the second one you said of next year. Oh, whatever. It's uh, like when people say first, and then they say B... You know. I didn't say A. Is that what you're saying? Kind of. In relation to that example. But that is, that is. I hope, I, I'm i with you. I hope this doesn't yeah. become a trend. Uh, that sucks because by the time Top Gun comes out, it'll be like three years since it's rap production. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which which sucks. I mean, I'm... So the, the movie is done. Oh, it's been done for a while. They're just holding it. Yeah. Until um, theaters can be full. Yeah. Which... Kind of leads us into, we can go ahead and do our reaction. Uh, the final, we'll see, quote-unquote final trailer for uh, No Time to Die mm-hmm. um, dropped, which it seems like the title's a lie. It seems like James Bond has had plenty of time to die because this has been going on for like two years. There's no time. Um, no time to release Yeah, but it this dropped. Film. Yeah, this movie's been done for like a year and a half, mm-hmm. if not more. Um thing about it i think that's different is like with top gun they haven't done much promotion it's like been like one little teaser mm-hmm. i think um there's been trailers galore for the next bond film yeah because i think they were still trying to squeeze it in in 2019 so there's no way this movie's not getting released um i think it's november because if they don't release it um daniel craig might just go crazy yeah can you imagine like he said years ago, like I, I'm done with James Bond. Like I, w- mm-hmm. I'm done. And then they got him to come back to do one more because it was like the 25th Bond film. It was like a big deal. Yeah. And he was like, all right, I'll do one more, and then I'm done with the film. And he's being forced, not really forced, to promote this film for like two years. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're milking it, you know. They're yeah, getting they're getting everything that they can. I know. Yes. Do you have the link? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. I'm ready. All right. Two forty four. Yes, three, I'm ready. Three, two, one, go. Three, two, one, go. Time to head back to the train. I have some more to suggest. 
Throwback. Ominous. I think that's Rami Malik. Mm -hmm. It is. Christoph Waltz. That last shot. Yeah. Clever. Little tunnel. Hey, cool. That, that was good. Um, I don't know. Let me see. I don't know her name. But the girl that he was, he was on the plane with, I think, is the new 007. I think you're right. Yeah, when she comes up, she's like, I'm, I took your place or something like that in one of the earlier trailers. Mm -hmm. Looks good. Yeah, cool. I'm down for it. Wha how do you feel about... So, James Bond's character is yep. suave, mm -hmm. always has things under control. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about a movie in which the protagonist, maybe maybe like he's gonna get beat up, but like he never. Maybe he maybe he does have like some sort of internal strife. But for me, when I watch a James Bond film, it feels like he's always got like a plan. You know what I yeah. mean? Like he's never like, what do I do? Yeah. Are you saying that 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 bugs you, or like you like that about the, the Bond films? It doesn't bug me. I just wonder, you know. It's sort of like the Superman question, where like, how can you? show yep. an arc with somebody who's always at a certain point. Yeah, but he loses things. Think about uh, he lost his father when his no. father was like, no. No, I know. I, yeah. Let me get eaten by the, the tornado. <laughs> let me <laughs> let the tornado eat me because yeah. it has a mouth. That's, that's what it does. But I mean, like, he's always good. Yeah. You know, so which is why Man of Steel was this big blowback because he, they showed him struggling. Mm -hmm. With Bond... Um, or think about another... Sorry, I'm defending Superman No, here. it's fine, it's fine. Think about in BVS... When, like, the utter 
despair that you see on his face when like everyone around him is dying like yeah, the, yeah. the bomb goes off yeah, yeah. and he's like oh man i could have oh man yeah shoot yeah well i'm saying <laughs> like but that's you know people had the same complaints about that or like i think of captain america in civil war where like mm-hmm. he's you know always mr righteous sort of in the same vein as superman without all the powers well, but he again he has conflict there's, yes. there's conflict yes um where he questions I'm to, I'm to like questions his morality yeah. or i'm trying to think through the bond films yeah and like like Skyfall is one of my favorite films. Yeah, yeah, period. it's, it's I a love, great film. I love Skyfall. Adele did the song. Yep. Um, but like, I feel like there's a good arc in that movie. You know, like when he goes, um, first off, the villain Silva, what's the guy's name? Um, he's in No Country for Old Men. Javier Bardem mm-hmm. is incredible. Um, but when he takes M out to like the countryside and we see like his childhood house and the guy who like helped raise them and mm-hmm. there's we actually do see some some emotion you know and how he comes back and he's like kind of broken yeah it's like disgruntled bond yeah, yeah. Um, okay see that was a really is, fresh take for me this yes. is a counterpoint to my argument and that, yeah, I, yeah. that's what i'm looking for in casino royale and i've only seen quantum solos like once or twice that's not as good yeah um he is that sort of posh you know polished always something's always he's, he's always one step ahead yeah but um in Skyfall, he was really jaded, and I liked that a lot. And mm-hmm. then Inspector, I only seen that a couple of times too. Um, I think he was he was still good. He's still sort of bitter, but I think Spectre fell short when they tried to make it like Blofeld, um, which I think you know Christoph Waltz is an incredible actor. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I liked his take on it, but him being like, "I'm your brother," that no one's ever mentioned, right. was kind of like, oh, "Okay, that's a little, <laughs> that's a little bit, bit much." Um, uh, but this bond is different because it looks like this bond is actually, you know, he's the notorious ladies' man. Yeah. You know, like. And um, Chick does ask him, uh, is it in a car or something? Yeah. Know, is this what you want, always alone? Or what? Well, that's the thing. Inspector, he fell in love with Madeline Swan, and mm-hmm. like, it's kind of shown at the end, Inspector, him like walking away from Blofeld, and he's like right. going with Madeline. So, like, this bond looks like it's another kind of turn of like he has to come back for something. Mm-hmm. He's tried to leave his life behind. So I'm excited. I think I think I've I've liked Daniel Craig's take on Bond for the most part. Um, I think the cast is great. I'm really excited for Rami Malik Malik. Yeah. How you say his name? Um, I think he's gonna do great. Um, I hope that it actually gets released. Do you think there's a chance that it, it would never get? I released? don't think. No, no, no. I released in October. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I, I think they're th- at this point with this film, they're like just put it out because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been so long. Um, cool. I've got one last little thing that I thought was. Just a ridiculous DC rumor, and I thought this. I've got to mention this because this is just so far out there that this. There's no way that that, that this is true. Um, first off, there's rumors that Michael Keaton will be in more DC films moving forward, which that's not new. I don't think mm-hmm. I've said that before. Uh, like maybe Batgirl, or they, they, they might do Batman Beyond. Mm-hmm. Cool, whatever. I'm all for it. But there's this crazy rumor that I saw. Take this with a with a grain of salt. I said I, I wasn't gonna do any more Flash stuff. And this is not really Flash stuff, but it mentions the Flash. But this is so wild that I thought there's no way in hell this is true. Um, they said that the Flash might canonize the Snyder Cut, which that's that could be possible. Yeah. By all means. I think that's tight. And that Justice League 2 will be directed by Zack Snyder hmm. with the script written by James Gunn. Hmm. <laughs> I don't believe that for a second. That'd be a really interesting combination. That though. would be an interesting. That'd be a combo. really interesting. Like with Zack Snyder's uh, aesthetic, yeah. with, with James Gunn's like uh, irreverence. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 
That'd be a really interesting yeah, pairing. That'd be something. I just, wouldn't just a rumor. I wouldn't uh, hold on to that, but I thought that was really f- interesting and be like, "Where'd hmm. you see that?" It's on some like movie page on uh, social media, which is okay. where you get a lot of news, frankly. Yeah. Um, Do they have a, a solid reputation, or was this someone that like you never heard? Yeah, like, yeah, but uh, but also like there was stuff where it was like, uh, after the No Way Home trailer dropped, it was like mm-hmm. every page was like Spider Man rumors, theories, trailers. Yeah. You know, well, but there are some. Like, there are pages on Twitter that yeah. uh, were saying, like two years ago, uh, they're they're going to release the Snyder cut. It's going to be released yeah. around this time. That's true. And, and they were and they, and they said like it's going to be HBO. It's not going to be yeah. you know. And and they were right. Yeah. You know. So. And they were said and and, th- and they were said and they were told like you're crazy. This is not you know. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Who knows? Anyway, that's my shindig. Um, Zach, do you got any shindigs this week? I don't think so. Right. Uh, I do have one okay, because here we go. this is this is my area to, yes. you know, point like out our flaws. Point out flaws. Yes. Okay, here we go. Zach's got a shindig. We messed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy that peed on himself. Oh God! Shouldn't have peed on himself. He should not have peed on himself. There we go. Go home, dude. Go to the bathroom. <laughs> go yeah. to, there's porta yeah, yeah, yeah. right there. There were p- there were bathrooms right there. Just go to the bathroom. He was looking at a bathroom. When he, he was peed. laughing. Mm-hmm. I felt so bad because he kept trying to like. I'm guessing those. It, it was his wife. He was like. She was like. Patting her on the shoulder, like ha ha, like playing. Ha ha. She was like, "I'm currently peeing on myself." Don't touch me. Yeah. Oh man. Anyway, that was action dig. <laughs> Maybe use the restroom if you have to. I mean, go, go find yeah. a restroom. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the lesson we can take away from this yes. episode. Yep. As a whole. Yep. If you need to use the restroom, and there are restrooms literally right in front of you, go to it. Maybe just go to the restroom. Run to it. <laughs> anyway, all right, cool. We got uh, whiskey shots. Do we? Um, I texted Zach earlier this week saying that all the stuff she's staring at you. She's not looking at me. She's looking uh, over there. Uh, she's looking at the door. During recording, whiskey notoriously just hovers over Zach and clings to him. Mm-hmm. During the week, when I'm working at my desk, it's all she does to me. Looks like she's about to fall asleep. And standing it gets up. it gets a little annoying. I love her. I would take a bullet for this cat, but it's a bit much. I'll be on a Zoom call and I'm like picking her up and. She comes yeah. back and it's like whiskey, baby, just chill. I like she that. She docked like right in my lap. Docked. <laughs> docked. <laughs> Paws underneath, mm-hmm. underneath her chest. Went into standby mode. She went into standby mode. Yeah. She's idling. Um, uh, I like the sentiment that you would take a bullet for your cat. Can you think of an instance where like some <laughs> some villain would be like, "In what I must do, <laughs> I must kill your cat," and you'd be like, "No, no, kill me. <laughs> take me instead. I would die for all of my children." Yeah. I have four. Five. Five. Yeah. Jack's Jack. not here. Jack is with my parents. Yep. Which is n- which is let me just say, I didn't lose custody or anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's an agreed upon arrangement. He's yeah, an it's like it's he's like an outdoor cat. It's like in uh uh you haven't watched Game of Thrones, but in I Game know. of Thrones, like the, the people who like rule a castle or whatever, you know, like they're in charge of a castle. Mm. They'll like send one of their sons to another castle and then that castle will send one of their daughters to this yeah. castle and they just like keep them. You know, yeah. like, you know. Well, he's an outdoor cat. It's so kind of like hostages, but not <laughs> really. <laughs> he's claimed like my parents' neighborhood as like his own. So mm-hmm. he's living the good life. But yes. He's a hostage. Paulus, Jack, Whiskey, Amos, and Addie. Mm-hmm. I don't really claim Augie anymore. She's mean, man. But you rescued. We did rescue Augie. Augie. But she lives here. She's always from. The interstate. interstate. She yes. was on the interstate, running, like running away old. from cars. Yeah. Anyway. And you've abandoned her, huh? She's so mean, dude. 
maybe if you <laughs> if you were about to get run over by cars, you might have a chip on your shoulder. I might. Can you give us the theme song, please? Whiskey shots, whiskey shots, <laughs> does whatever a whiskey cat does. Meow, meow. You ready? All right, cool. Clink. You make it obviously <laughs> fake. <laughs> you go clank. I actually didn't. I didn't bring anything. I don't have anything to drink right now. Yeah, we're not. We don't have a shot this week. Sorry. Um. Cool. Uh. Do you know what time it is, Zach? It is time for our undefeated, mm-hmm. patent pending, world famous, copy righted, wrote <laughs> every week segment. <laughs> Movie in a minute, yeah. This is our segment in which we summarize the movie, taking into account we we include one thing from each every single scene, scene in the movie. You'll see every single scene. We we almost did every single shot, but we thought that's a little much. In sixty so seconds, every single scene in sixty seconds exactly. No more, no less. No more, no less. No way. <laughs> no way. No way. No way. <laughs> Five, six, four, three. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Okay, here we go. Get not your timer. My chair. <laughs> not my chair, not my problem. Pulling up a timer right now. No way. If anybody uh, gets these references, please let us know. <laughs> like this, you're like the skittest. <laughs> Mr. Walk down me. I'm the walkway. Lead me to the building. <laughs> this looks burned. <laughs> All right, you ready? Yeah. Mr. Balloon Hands going crazy. Oh, that's the wrong part, actually. Anyway, cool. Let's do it. Lead me to the building. All right, Shang-Chi. Movie in a minute in three, two, one, go. Okay, cool. We start off uh, in a a thousand years ago or so, and we see uh, Wang Wu, I think his name, the the Mandarin, and he's conquering uh, civilizations, and he's conquering different peoples with the the Ten Rings. Fast forward, uh, he's trying to, in present day, he's trying to find Talo. He finds it. He meets his woman. She beats him. They get married, have babies. It's Shang-Chi and his sister, Sang Zhao, um, I think is her name. Probably not. Uh, fast forward to modern day. Uh, Sean, as he's known, is living his life. He's been attacked by the Ten Rings organization. Shows off his cool fighting skills. Him and Katie go to, I'm not sure where the compound is, but they go find their dad. Captures them. We see Wong fight the, whatever his name is. And they go to Talo, and they're fighting dragons and soul suckers. And all this crazy stuff, and then Shang-Chi gets the Ten Rings, and his dad actually sacrifices himself to give him the Ten Rings. He gets his soul sucked, and then the giant dragon comes and beats the giant monster, and then that's it. Perfect. That, that was, was one minute. Trash. No, that was, what do you mean that was That was trash? perfect. I mean, it was great. It was perfect. Trash is slang for Yo, awesome. that was trash, dog. <laughs> I think I got their names wrong. Um, you got Wen Wu correct. You what is his sister's name? Shang-Chi... Correct. Uh, his sister is a uh, Zhu Jialing. Let me see. Zhu Jialing. Oh, okay, I said like Zhu Zhao or something like that. Zhu Jialing. All right, cool. Uh, let's run through this real quick. Directed by Des- Destin Daniel Cretton. Screenplay by the one and only David Callahan, uh, Destin Daniel Cretton, and Andrew Lanham. Based on story by David Callahan and Dustin Daniel Cretton. It was based on... Marvel Comics. Marvel somebody's Comics. Somebody's not happy down there. Can yeah, you hear Yeah, somebody's her? upset. I don't know if y'all can hear, but uh, 
Hollis wishes he was still with us. Yep, exactly. Uh, starring Simu Liu, Aquafina, Mainger Zhang, Fala Chin, Florian Montano, Benedict Wong, Michelle Yao, Ben Kingsley, the real MVP, uh, and Tony Liu. Oh, I just gave away a little spoiler there. Sorry. Damn it. I forgot to say spoilers before <laughs> moving minute again. Whatever. It's okay. You know at this point. It's okay. Uh, DP was William Pope. Edited by Nat Sanders, Elizabeth Ronald Dotier, and Harry Yoon. Music by Joel West. Uh, released August 16th in L.A. was premiered then this past Friday. September 3rd. Uh, 132 minutes. Uh, so far, it's brought in $53 million on a budget of $150 million. Uh, but it's just been out for like four days, so mm-hmm. if that, three days. It, we're, technically, we're still in opening weekend. That is true. So It is Sunday. Um, cool. Let's dive in. Zach, what are your first thoughts on the latest Marvel installment? Sploosh. Okay, hold I on. First off, sorry. Just in case. Well, let's just do a little first thoughts first. We'll do spoilers in a minute. First thoughts. Yeah, this spoiler is, this free. Is, this is non-spoiler for the next few minutes. I thought this movie was incredibly refreshing. Yes. As far as the Marvel Universe is concerned. Um, I So we went and saw this film yes. with uh, <laughs> Hunter's... Was she? Did she teach you? Yeah, so it's my older brother. My mom was there, which is mm-hmm. once in a blue moon. Uh, but my mom's best friend uh, is another teacher. We, uh, her name is Jamie Nord. We're going to get her on this podcast at some yeah, point. Yeah, she's going to be she's going to be on here um, at some point. She did teach me in seventh grade. Okay. The only detention I've ever gotten in my entire schooling career I got from her. <laughs> from throwing, your mom's best friend for throwing a paper airplane in class. What subject? Uh, did she, she teach? taught uh, Georgia history. Oh, okay. Yes. Interesting. But she used to teach mass media uh, back at Flat Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and she is an avid lover of the Marvel Universe and an avid hater of the DC Universe. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. We always go back and forth. But continue, as you were saying. So, uh, shout out to Jamie. Yes. Should we be on here at some that, point? Going to see that with us. If you want to watch a movie with us, Let send us, us an email yeah. at biigpodcast at gmail.com. We'll do it. Anyways, so uh, she was talking about, after we, you know, Mm-hmm. Got out of the film. Uh, she wasn't a big fan of it. She said it was her least favorite Marvel film. That's a big claim. That's a big claim. And my first when reaction f- was, <laughs> have you seen Thor The Dark World? <laughs> right, right. Uh, Iron Man 3, you know, <laughs> uh, just to name a few. Uh, but, and she listed a couple reasons. You know, she said mm-hmm. uh, that it didn't feel like a Marvel film. Yeah. <clears throat> she didn't like... I guess the impact of Shang-Chi himself, like uh, where is he going to fit in in the overarching yeah. like Marvel Universe? Where is mm-hmm. it going to go from here kind of thing? Uh, and everything that she didn't like about this film, mm-hmm. I loved. Yeah. I I have opinion of what Jamie had of this film, yes. personally. Yeah, um, I would agree. Um, on that same instance when she said that, for I said was, I, I loved it because it didn't feel like a Marvel movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like at the third act, the very, 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 very end, it sort of did to me a little bit, um, not entirely. See, but for me, and we'll we'll talk about this yep. more in depth. Yeah, there is something very important that differentiated it from the third act of, let's say, Black Widow, which we reviewed, yep. you know, earlier this year. Fair enough. Um, which I'll get to. That being said, I love this movie. Yeah, I had a great time. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, 
Uh, and if, if you haven't, you should probably turn this podcast off in yes. about two minutes. Yes. Because we're going to be diving in. Yes. Um, this movie is really good. Go see it. Um, I just spoiled the end. Oh, gosh. Um, I think it's only in theaters right now. So definitely mm-hmm. go check this out. This is a, this is If a you're able to, there are some areas yes. where theaters some, aren't open. That's true. Um, this is a, a, a fresh new step, a new direction for the Marvel Universe. I think it's, at least on my end, it's very welcomed. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have one last thing to say, and then we can get in. You know, we yep. can do the spoiler mm-hmm. part, which is the 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 bulk of the episode. Yep. We've been talking about the Marvel blueprint and how there are a lot of movies mm-hmm. in the Marvel universe follow a similar mm-hmm. uh, blueprint. Yeah. If formula. you will, the Marvel formula. A, a formula. Yeah. This movie presents a new blueprint, a fresh schematic yep. for constructing a Marvel film, in yep. my opinion. But also just visually too, not not just how it's built, but visually it's refreshing. Right. Um, the well, way that schematics it's done, when you it includes everything. Create I get it. a schematic, you envision how the building is going to look. Right. That's true. So. Cool spoilers. Yeah. Uh, so spoilers ahead. If yes. you have not seen the film, this point forward we'll be going spoiler heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, three, two, one, B. Oh, I thought you were saying three, two, one, B. <laughs> beep. I was that's like, is that the name of the universe that we're in? That's like the B. <laughs> yeah. They're in two, one, four, A. We're in three, two, one, B. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, cool. Spoilers. So, how do you want to tackle this? You want to just go through? Or do you want to? Um. Sure. Let's just dive in. <laughs> two thousand years ago, Zhu Wenwu. Yes. Uh, finds the ten rings. We yeah. don't know what they are. Yes, which is which is hinted at even more so at the very, 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 very end. Right. That they're kind of an unknown thing. Um, the big deal about this movie, and this movie actually sort of just brushes it off, which I think is a smart move, mm-hmm. is that this is the quote-unquote true Mandarin. But he doesn't go by the Mandarin. Exactly. So, a little quick backstory. We mentioned that when we were laughing about some Marvel films that aren't quite as good. Mm-hmm. Iron Man 3 is one of the ones that's usually considered as like, oh, this is mm-hmm. One of the big um, complaints about that film is that they like f- used a fake Mandarin. Mm-hmm. And Man- not only a fake Mandarin, but they had a fake, fake Mandarin yes. as well. And the guy, who said, the guy who said, I am Mandarin is a white dude. Yeah. To even, you know, put it more so. Um, but there's been a couple like rug pulls for the Mandarin in Iron Man One, the the group that kidnaps Tony Stark is Ten Rings. Okay, mm-hmm. so from the very very beginning of the MCU, Ten Rings, yada yada yada, um, and the Ten Rings and Iron and uh, Mandarin are a big villain of Iron Man in the comic books. Right. So they're like, okay, he's not actually in Iron Man One, but they set it up. Ten Rings, cool, wow. So people were super hyped when they thought, okay, the Mandarin's going to be in Iron Man Three, the mm-hmm. real Mandarin, and then it's not. It's Trevor. My name's Trevor. Well, it's not just Trevor. Yes, it's Aldrich Killian or whatever his name mm-hmm. is. Uh, the extremist dude with the like the glowing powers or whatever. Right. Um, but up until that point, you think it's this guy from the Middle East who's, mm-hmm. you know... Um, Middle East? I think so. Is, is that where he's from? I guess you're right. Yeah. yeah. H- him, but... That version. That version. The real yeah. Mandarin is not. Right. Um... The real Mandarin doesn't exist in this universe. Exactly. Uh, because he does not go by... He's <coughs> He actually makes fun of it in this movie. Mm-hmm. So, But we... Turns out it's not. It's Trevor Slattery. 
uh, and then people were so mad that Marvel actually made a short that not many people have seen of like a little short film where they the Ten Rings co- goes to find Trevor in prison, mm-hmm. and they're like, "You stole his name, like you want." And so, no I've seen, seen that. that exactly. Didn't uh, know it existed. And they like break him out of prison, which is mentioned in this movie. Um, but this this film presents the I would say instead of saying the real Mandarin, the inspiration for who the Mandarin is, because mm-hmm. he even says when they're having dinner, he's like, they named this figurehead after chicken. Right. Um, so, yeah. We see him conquering. What do the rings do? So, in the comic books, they're pretty different. Okay. In the comic books, they're actual rings you wear on your fingers. Right. And they, I'm going to get some of this wrong, so forgive me. Um, they were found by the Mandarin on some, like, crash spaceship thing. Which they say in the film, they're like they. Some say they found it. He found him in a crater. Some say he found him in a cave. Some mm-hmm. say you know yada. Yeah, yada. there's different like legends. They don't know. Yeah, basically, Legend of he, Ten Rings. He's 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 myth. Right? Yeah, because he's been alive for a thousand years. Right, like they give him immortality. Uh, but in the comic books, each ring does something specific. They control like they they contain like the spirits or the souls of like astrological beings, mm-hmm. whatever. Like um, celestial gods. Yeah, it's not not quote unquote celestials because that's a thing in the MCU. But like right. essentially, yeah. But like when you astral beings that are like made up of stars. Yeah, I don't know the name. It's gonna be like celestial. Yeah. So like uh, uh, Talo, uh, yeah. to, to dive into it a little bit. Yes. Is like uh, the heaven, the heaven above heaven or something yes. like that. I yep. think. Yep. Uh, and it's supposed to be like a celestial god space within that like yep. universe, mm-hmm. right? Yes, with all the mythological creatures, like those mm-hmm. those lions that they see, like we see statues of, those are real in Talo. Right. But in the comic books, each ring, like this one will give you strength. This one gives you speed, you know, mm-hmm. that, that that sort of stuff. In this movie, we learn right from the get-go that it makes him immortal. Yep. Or at least like not age, I guess. Yeah. Uh, because he does get his soul sucked. Yeah, I mean, I think he can die, mm-hmm. but I guess naturally he would live forever. Right. Like Na- if nothing ever yeah. happened to him, he'd live forever. And they're bracelets, which is cool. Yeah, and they're, and they're just like really powerful. Yeah, because you can use them to do crazy stuff. That's based off of an ancient. Uh, I'm not sure if it's Chinese, Japanese, whatever, but like an ancient kung fu style where they have like kung, like kung fu bracelets, oh, which cool. I think is a cool uh, little way to pay homage. Mm-hmm. Um, but they seem to just work in unison to have power. Right. It doesn't seem like he's able to channel them. Yeah. And do things like he it can throw them one at a time. He yeah. can like. But it doesn't do seem a like Kami Ha thing. It doesn't seem like one ring does something specific. Right. It seems like they just kind of work together. Right. Um, to kind of give, and he uses them not to fly, but to like he uses them like to jump, to like right. propel himself, to kill people, power mm-hmm. blasts, shields. Power blast. Um, That's does. down back A. Kama Kama Ha. Down back A. Down back A. Um, yeah. So I think it's really cool to see him, uh, like through the years, build his empire. Okay, so yeah. do we, we we didn't really see him building his empire though. We saw him. Oh well, yeah. He had like his big old army, the the True. like the Ten Rings group, right? And we see them go to this like battlefield mm-hmm. essentially, and he walks out there by himself. There's one shot in that that I thought was really really cool, which is not usually shown in these kind of things, and mm-hmm. it showed the like the close up face of one of the enemy. Yeah. And he was terrified. Yeah. Because I mean, this dude has, like, this is the guy with the tin rings. He's a god, basically, yeah. right? Um, And he just, I mean, by himself, just plows through him. First thing he does 
hunter. Yep. Mm-hmm. He throws up like a force field with yep. the rings. He's like spinning them and it's like it's like creating yeah. it's creating like a force field thing, right? Does he ever do that again in the movie? I don't think so. Like in modern day or in not, not Talo? That we see you know. Interesting. I thought that was because I was thinking about that as we were watching. There were many points where I was like, "Why doesn't he throw up a force field here?" Yeah, he does not. Maybe he maybe he gets uh, arrogant and he's like, "Oh, I don't need that." You know. I've well, I think while this film is called Shang Chi, this is a a lot of this is his movie and his his story. Yeah, this is Wen Wu's story. Yeah, it's definitely his story. A lot of it. Um, and it's interesting because I really really liked like he sucks mm-hmm. in the beginning. Like he's the worst. He's literally just he just wants power, power, power. Mm-hmm. And then he finds there's one last place for him to conquer, and it's Talo. And he goes and finds this magical place. And this woman there, I, I forget her name. He doesn't find the magical place. He's, he's looking for. He's looking for Talo. Oh, he finds the like garden that leads to it, right? He finds the um, like moving woods, and he finds like a little brook in it. But the I don't think the garden necessarily leads to it. I think. That was just like where he ended up. Wait, I thought that's what they have to go through because when they get there later, they have to go through, through the waterfall. Remember? Right, but the the garden, the little like p- brook, and uh, where they like fight and train. There's no waterfall there. They're like oh, surrounded so right. by trees you're on so all right. sides. So they just like he just found something, and then uh, Ying Li, yes, who is like the guardian mm-hmm. of Ta Lo, is like you're not welcome in this village. And then they fight, and then they fall in love. Yeah. So there's a there's there's a lot of things in this film that obviously. Um, pay homage to um, ancient like Chinese and Japanese influences mm-hmm. um, like her her face mask which I thought was super cool yeah um, but the fight, I thought her fighting style the was... fighting like choreography mm-hmm. is which which we'll get to like Shang-Chi's fighting and like all, all that stuff yeah. later and it's it's incredible but the fight between uh, Ying Li and uh Win Wu is it Wu Win whatever Wen Wu Wen Wu is awesome yeah and it's awesome because it's you can tell it's practical yeah like the 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 movements where she because she like is she can not to quote the like Avatar but she's like an Airbender she can mm-hmm. like control air and the way she like sort of floats and kind of glides across the ground right I felt like Airbenders are practical in society I, they, I understand. They exist, but I'm, I was telling my 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 mom just the other day. Uh, I guess it must be yesterday because we saw it. Whatever, uh, we we were laughing about how Jamie didn't like it. Mm-hmm. But I was saying, I said this is gonna be visually different because this is like, I thought of this scene. Mm-hmm. I was like, the fighting's gonna look. It might look a little wonky to our eye because we're so trained on CGI and sure. just quick fight scenes, lots of cuts, all that kind of stuff. Just like brute force, Hulk punch, yes, Hulk smash. Or like if there's a crazy fight scene, there's tons of cuts and the camera's always moving and you don't really, it kind of adds to the speed, which is Mm -hmm. good. But in this film, there's long shots and there's wide shots. You see them both moving and Mm -hmm. there's slow shots and there's graceful movements. Um, And if you go back and watch like older Japanese or Chinese films, Mm -hmm. um, that's how it was done. Yeah, like they didn't have CGI to rely on. Exactly, these things were like they do like a jump kick or whatever. They'd have to have them on wires or something. And in this film, it it looks at least to me like like they did that, and I think it is super cool. There are certain like kicks that she where she'll like kick and then she'll go back. Yeah, and she most definitely was on wires. Yeah, or like how she like glides across the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
but it works. I think it adds to like the grace of her character, but also pays respect to the genre mm-hmm. that came before. Uh, at one point, Wen Wu, and mm-hmm. I think this is a little later in the movie, and this is probably not the official name for this mm-hmm. fight move, but he does what I would call a flying dragon kick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, he's yeah. just like flying. Yeah. And I've, yeah, that was pretty cool. But so. like, just, I think it's it's a really telling fight where he's clenched fist, she's open palm. Yeah. He's trying to be speed and like force, and she's like grace and yeah. like uh, smooth she's, movements. She's very reactionary. Yes. And that's how she. Yeah eventually like overpowers she, him she wins yeah. she, she wins this fight yeah because she throws him in the pond and then he's yep. sitting there laughing like, um, haha for two for like ten thousand years nobody has been able to touch yeah. me but i think it's 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 a it's kind of a beautiful story you know where she like they fall in love that that's also i forget the film but there's an older japanese film um that's like this where it's like a forbidden love kind of thing mm-hmm. um and it's really really cool and it's it's makes me sad for him some like when we jump to modern day and he's kind of reverted back to the Mandarin, if you will. Yeah, so we know that they fall in love mm-hmm. and the, the village of Talo rejects Wenwu. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure if it's because of his past, it's because of the Ten Rings, if it's both, yeah. you know. Uh, so they leave and Ying Li gives up her powers, right? She's no longer yep. able to like bend the air. Mm-hmm. Um, they have two children. Shang-Chi and Zha Ling, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and then we know that uh, one, Ying Li dies. We don't know how yet. Mm-hmm. We find out later. And then two, that um, Wen Wu is like building an army again and like yep. hardcore training his son. Yeah. And sends his son on an assassination mission yep. at the age of 14. Yeah. So we catch up with Shang-Chi uh, and Katie. Um yeah, in uh, San Fran. San Francisco. Uh, Sean. Sean. going by. Sean, yes. I got to say, just their whole relationship. Um, yeah. I think it was great. I think it was awesome. Absolutely. They, I want them to, I want to hang out with them. Yeah. I want to go do that karaoke you room go thing. go do karaoke with them, yeah. Sing Hotel California. Um, I think it's cool. I mean, I think it's, it's really interesting. We see her family and like... Uh, it does a very subtle job, but I think it's powerful of showing different generations and their family and the traditionalism, I guess, of each. Like, mm-hmm. I think her grandmother, like, he s- sits down in the chair and she's like, no, that's, I forget his name. She, 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 she says a name, but her, her like late her, husband. Her, yeah, her husband's she said that's chair. He, he's sitting there and he's yeah. like, oh, it's, it's the Day of the Dead and all this stuff. Um, and just how, like, her mom might not be quite as far as that, but is saying, like, you need to find a job, like, and right. it's like, you guys should just get married, and then Katie and Sean are like, we like being valets, and mm-hmm. taking joy rides in people's sports cars, and doing karaoke. They have that lunch with their friends, yeah, like and lawyers and doctors. Exactly, and like, even their friends are like, what are you, when are you gonna grow up? Grow up? <laughs> um, so I think it's, it's, it's interesting, it shows a lot of different views of them, and their expectations, and kind of like who are they going to be for themselves not for other people mm-hmm. um, I like that so uh, they're on the bus on the way yes. to work and we yeah. meet Razor Fist Razor Fist <laughs> <laughs> which actually no one ever says his name it's it's, it's on his car mm-hmm. um, but then out of nowhere out of big, seemingly nowhere big fan of Razor Fist Shang uh, Chi's um, Kung Fu and fighting I'm not, it's, probably, it's, it's probably not actually Kung Fu but uh, his fighting skills are front and center. 
and we have that dude. So the guy who's there's this guy filming it, and he's mm-hmm. like, "What's up, guys? I'm gonna." I took, I, I took a couple <laughs> years of karate yeah. in high school, so I'm actually going to be rating these moves as yeah, they happen. I'm going to try and rate this fight. Um, <laughs> in Spider-Man Homecoming, yeah. there's a guy on this corner. He's like, hey, Spider-Man, do a flip. It's That's the same, the same guy. guy. It's the same guy. Is it really? Yeah, same guy. Oh, that's awesome. Um, Spider-Man's so not in San Fran, is he? He's not. But this dude is. This dude now. just knows where to go. I know. Um, but there's a super awesome fight. I mean, the, the choreography awesome there's one tracking shot where they're yes. outside the bus yes and it's like coming down the length of the bus as he's like fighting his way to yes. the back of the bus and it was super rad you ever seen old boy no i haven't so there's a hallway fight in old boy is this is that's, it similar that's very much similar to that where he's yeah. it's just like a tracking shot just following him and he's just like just mowing through guys mm-hmm. and old boy it's a bit it's like 30 people versus him right but still when i saw that i was like oh this is old boy it felt like a like a Video game level, yeah, dude. but like in it was awesome. Know, he like throws you out the window, and like he's just yeah. it was dope. Um, he's outside the bus, and Aquafina looks or Katie looks over at him. And he's like, "Open the door." <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So the so so she's having to like drive. The brakes have been blown out. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the uh, she calls herself the Asian Jeff Gordon. Yes. Right. Yeah, and he, I love how Shang Chi's like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> she's like NASCAR. Come on. Um. Uh. But yeah, so great fight. But we do meet Razor. So, so the first few guys are just like these, you know, goons. I thought he was a throwaway. I didn't think he was gonna make like, it like as far as live through the movie, right? Uh, but yeah, Razor Fist, this dude who has a razor for a fist, mm-hmm. a, like a giant blade. Can we talk about the logistics of that real sure. quick? Yeah, let's go for so it. So when we see him, he has arm, like mm-hmm. half arm, with like a metal cap on it. Yeah, right. And then he throws his arm down, and a long blade comes out. Where was that long blade? Don't know. Because his elbow is able to bend. <laughs> Don't know. It's just like Baraka. Yeah. In Mortal Kombat. Where did the but blades... But Baraka like, comes out of his forearms. It's no longer than his forearms, right? I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm right. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a great fight. But that's the jumping off point of like, well, they got it. He, he knows. They, they take his pendant that his mom gave him. Mm-hmm. And he's like... I oh, I got to go see my sister. got to go find my sister. And she's like... I didn't she's in Macau? Kn- I didn't even know you had a sister. And there's that funny exchange on the plane where, uh, where she's like, well, he, he's saying like, my name isn't Sean. Yeah. And she's like, okay, well, like, what is it? Learning all this, you know, her her best friend is his master martial artist, mm-hmm. has a sister, and his name is isn't even Sean, and he's like, my name is Sean. And she goes, <laughs> okay, so Sean. He goes, Sean, Sean. No, she's he's <laughs> saying Shang Chi, okay. and, and she's saying Sean Chi. Yeah. And he's saying no Shang Chi, uh, <laughs> or Shang Chi. Yeah. And she's like, you changed your name from Sean Shong to Sean. And she's like, no wonder he found you. Yeah. Um, the plane scene is great yeah. for a couple reasons. Uh, it <laughs> Vegetable or beef? <laughs> so, yeah. So there's the, the, the humor yeah. uh, of the, would you like vegetable or beef? Like in the middle of his background yeah, story, he's when he's like, he's like, like telling the story, story about his sister and, and, yeah. and his training when, yeah. you know, he was sent on the assassination mission and he said he didn't go through with it. Yeah. Um, and there's the comic relief that's yeah. in there. That, that That is great. But for me, it really highlights how... I feel like in a lot of older movies... Like if you watch uh, Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. right? And he's going from here to there. It's just like a nice scene where you see like the line on the map of the yeah. plane. You hear plane noises yeah. in the background. Brrr. This movie takes that and like gives it background, gives it like yeah. these nice little moments. It's not like cut to Macau. Right. Yeah. Right. I, 
I appreciate that. Yeah. From a, a well, that's like there was something a that plot building standpoint. You know, like there was something that I'm. How can we use that piece, right? I don't want to like call her out because I I love her dearly, but but Jamie and I think she was joking some. Mm-hmm. She was like, "There's too much talking," and I was like, "What?" Oh, yeah, she did say there was too much talking. I was like, "Excuse me." She just wants fights and, and like but hot which, dudes which and tight suits. It's just fine. You know what I mean? Um. I know, I, I know what you're looking for, Jamie. It's <laughs> fighting and hot dudes in tight suits. Oh man! Well, I, I love when he goes to the fight ring and he comes out with no shirt on, and she's like, "What happened to your shirt?" <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like this movie takes time to instill values and its its views within mm-hmm. its dialogue. It's not just well, it just next thing, next thing, let's fight. Like one, one of the complaints I had about uh, Black Widow, mm-hmm. real quick was that I felt like there were pieces in play on the chessboard that didn't get utilized. Mm-hmm. And in this movie, they're using all the pieces, and I really appreciate that. Yeah. You know, they're thinking, okay, we're flying from here to there. How can we use this? Yeah. And like you said, they, they're using it to use that dialogue to create these values. Give him a backstory. Give him a why for why yeah. he has conflict with his father and why his mother isn't there anymore and yep. all this kind of stuff, right? Yep. Um, I liked it. And it works. It works. Yeah. Um, but we get to the the like crazy like underground fight ring in Macau. In Macau, with uh, the elevators that are like outside the building. Yeah, those uh, would freak me out. Yeah, that would have been no fun. Uh, but he's like thrown into um, uh, this like fighting ring. Well, also, first we see Wong fighting. Uh, does he have a name that that creature? Yes, I want to say one thing first. I, okay. I just watched. I was giving a shout out this channel on YouTube called New Rock Stars. Um, they break down tons of stuff. They're awesome. Um, I watched one of the breakdowns in one of the like cages that they're walking past, like mm-hmm. what, whatever. There's a woman in a black tight suit with like, okay. a red belt. I figured there's gonna be someone that's gonna be like foreshadowed. Yeah, but she's fighting a dude who is like glowing orange some places, which is yeah. an extremist dude with from Iron Man Three. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's yeah. not the, but he's one of them, I right. guess. I she, thought they all blew up. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> some of them must have survived that crazy okay. weird fight. But she was in Black Widow. Oh, cool. She's one of the Black Widows in the final scenes, you know. Huh. And in the credits, she's credited as Widow. So it's like, it just shows like, in Black Widow, all those Widows that were kind of dispersed. There's one of them. It's kind of cool. I didn't notice it in theaters, but. It puts so many little things that fans are like, going to digest for years until we learn. Go look up new rock stars. They go by like, frame by frame. It's awesome videos. Mm. Uh, Do you think they get early access or do you think like, the movie comes out and they go see it like six times. I would say at this point they have <laughs> millions of subscribers. Do you think the, the studios point, like give it to give at it to them? At this point they must have some sort of access because yeah. the video is already out. It came out yesterday. Right. Um, That's what I'm saying. Like the movie, yeah. the movie comes out on Thursday, and they've got this super deep, in depth analysis yep. on on Saturday. Yeah, and one of my favorite podcasts, The Weekly Planet, they have mentioned for some films they actually do get a screener. Oh, cool. So uh, that's tight. We need to get that set up. Um, I know. Somebody hook us up. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, so he's fighting Abomination. Okay. Abomination was the villain who fought Hulk in Edward Norton's Hulk. Okay. The was it the Hulk. same the it's same Abomination? It's the same guy. Um, the one that he just, like, punches away? <laughs> yes. So he, he looks a little different, which they said, like, you know, it's been 20 years mm-hmm. in, in this universe. People don't realize that when it says present day in Marvel, is like 2024. Right, because of the five-year blip or whatever, um, in Endgame. It did. It seemed like uh, 
he wasn't necessarily evil anymore. Like he seems like he's down to hang yeah, out with Wong. Yeah, which is interesting. That's that's right? interesting. And they've said like, oh, we'll see more of him, which makes me think that they're gonna do like Thunderbolts, which Thunderbolt Ross mm-hmm. and uh, V, who was at the who's in Falcon Winter Soldier, she's at the end of Black Widow. Okay, Mary Louis, the one who is, is talking to uh, yeah. Elaine from Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Um, Not talking to Elaine from Seinfeld. But she, she is, is yeah. Elaine from Seinfeld. The Thunderbolts are like a anti-hero Avengers with like maybe U.S. agent and uh, Baron Zemo and Abomination they've said is probably going to be one of those and like in comic books Thunderbolt Ross becomes Red Hulk so it's like the discount Avengers yeah (laughs) but it is interesting because his name is Emil something in the Hulk movie and Mm -hmm. uh, after they he like knocks him out Wong says something like he says Emil or he he says his name so it's Mm -hmm. the same guy and they teleport back to like this holding cell, and he says something like, "You you need to start pulling your punches like we practice." Yeah. So like, there's something something's going on. Yeah, they're working together. It's really interesting. And he goes with Wong back to yeah, him. like willingly just walks back with him. Yeah. So that's a really interesting little tidbit. Uh, but yeah, so then Shang Chi, shirtless Shang Chi, gets thrown into the ring with his sister, which, uh. Was foreseeable. It wasn't like a oh, is yeah. that his sister? It was yeah. like oh, I bet he's gonna fight his sister. Yeah, um, <laughs> and then it's revealed that she like owns the place. Mm-hmm. Um, she from wins. the age of like sixteen. She wins, by the way. She beats him up. Yeah, she. Um, but he's a little distracted. Not yes. saying that that I mean she's a she is a badass. Yeah. Um, Whole film. Whiskey? Are you serious, baby? Uh, and then uh, their father finds them. Mm-hmm. And, which uh, apparently he always knew where they were. Yeah, like he's been keeping track of them, and he gave them ten he years said, to live their lives. He said, "I'll give you ten He said, "I gave you ten years." Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we get some really great, uh, like slapstick style fighting, which is very Jackie Chan. Mm-hmm. Um, when they're like on the scaffolding. Yeah. Which, bro, I thought Katie was gonna die. I no. really did. No. For some reason, I thought I thought they might do this. You which, can't. You can't kill Aquafina. I know that. I know, that, but I think. I'm I'm glad she didn't, but I think it would have been a really bold story choice. Mm-hmm. I really do. Um, it was too early in the film. She true, would, she would die true. at like the end of Act Two if she was going yeah. to right. This is we're still like this, this is, is like the beginning of Act yeah. Two. Um, but they're on these scaffolding, and there's a lot of really quick movements, like mm-hmm. where he'll run across the board and then then hit it to use it to hit somebody else in and the face, like yeah, knock somebody down and uses him his body as a bridge to right. like I thought that's very Jackie Chan yeah, style yeah. stuff. It was really really well done. Well, there is a scene in one of the Rush Hour movies yeah. where Jackie Chan is literally fighting on scaffolding outside really? of like a casino. I haven't seen all of those. And uh, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. So um, you're, you're not wrong. Yeah, really well done. I love when Katie finally gets cornered and she's just like, on a dark desert highway, <laughs> cool wind in my hair. It works too. Dude yeah, stops for like a like, split second. What is going on? <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, but then what is the that one... Guy's the name. masked guy? Masked guy. I don't know if we are told his name. I'm sure it's online somewhere, right? Death Dealer. Okay. Death Dealer. Death Dealer is... Badass. Yeah. Um, he's like the, the most... He's like the highest ranking assassin yeah. in Wenwu's army. They have basically. a great fight. They do and have a great also fight. Also trained Shang-Chi. Mm-hmm. Was, def- was, was there for all, like, present for all of his trainings. And, and, and Shang-Chi overpowers him and is about to kill him. Yes. And then he thinks back to his training with his dad, and his dad's yep. like, you can't not kill people or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, and he's about to like drive the dagger down, yeah. and then uh, one of the rings yep. slaps it away. <gasps> uh, is it Wen Wu? It's Wen Wu. 
And I I loved how, like during the like a thousand years ago, he had the more comic accurate Mandarin look with the armor, the long hair. Mm-hmm. He was on his throne in front of the Ten Rings. He's not the Mandarin. Can we stop? Because he even says like no, it's a I little know. offensive to call me the Mandarin. That. I understand that, but like just for reference. Okay. Yeah. But when you see him now, yeah, he's this like polished. Well, because Almost like he, businessman. He's changing with the times. No, no, but like it definitely separates that. He's he's like a shadow player. Yeah. Do you exactly. think him and the the uh Overmaster or whatever from Black Widow like ever like I'm sure collaborated? Overmaster? What is his name? I don't know, I can't remember anymore. <laughs> the guy with the pheromones, okay? Yeah, the pheromone <laughs> you know who guy, I'm talking pheromone about? Pheromone guy. Um Yeah, so uh Overmaster. But then we like cut to this really interesting scene. Well not cut to, but we wind up at dinner. Mm-hmm. And I think it's this really weird, like power dynamic, almost like a power play by when we were. You're like, what is? Is he? He's he's is he still super evil? I I don't think I'd ever say he. Maybe back a thousand years ago, but I don't think he's super evil. Okay. Here, he tells this story of. Well, like, we we learn that he's not evil. Yeah. He's uh misinformed. Yeah, and he keeps hearing the voice of his wife mm-hmm. calling to him. Um, but he's being super nice to everybody. Uh, like, he invites him to dinner, and he's sitting yep. down with him. He's like, I'm so glad my family's back, you know? Yeah. And then... Uh, uh, this is where... As the viewer, you're, you're thinking, well, what's the angle? Yeah, right? yeah. This is where he tells them the whole, like, we we touch on Iron Man 3. Like, he's like, people have used my, my likeness, my, my, my myth, if you will, to, you know, mm-hmm. he said, and you brought America to its knees with a guy named after Chicken. Yeah, or like an orange or whatever. Um, so he does uh, address um, Iron Man three, but then we get this interesting sequence of the dragon with the water, right? So mm-hmm. they're like, none of this is real. Mom's not alive. He's saying that 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 his wife, his dead wife, is still alive in Tala and Talo, Talo, yeah, being held captive. Um, and I think it was beautifully done how like they put the pendants on the dragons and the water shoots out and it's like this like. Mm-hmm. I love that water bending. Like tells a story with just back to it was Avatar. Beautiful, beautifully done. <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> t- I'm sorry. It's, best, it's just the best way to like. It's like I loved it. the. I want to talk about something real quick. Yeah. The the carving that they had at their like estate. Yeah. Where they put the pendant mm-hmm. to make the eyes, and then it created that whole thing. That carving is just so beautiful. Yeah. And then later when they're in Talo, yep. and uh, their aunt. I guess, right, yep, yep. is telling the story. And it's like, as they're walking down, the carving is like telling a story. Yep. I, I loved that. Well, that's like ancient. I'm, I'm, I'm not super versed in like ancient um, Chinese or Japanese stuff, but I know like ancient Roman and Greek uh, mm-hmm. panoramas, if you will. Yeah, like that's, they, that's what common. they did. Yeah. yeah, like you'd follow up. Those towers are called something, but like you'd follow it up and it would tell the story of a battle or something mm-hmm. like that. And at the end, that's like the apex of the battle, yep. right? Um. So, but at, at so, I'm trying to think what happened, but at some point in this, they like refuse. They like we're not going to go with you. Oh no, he says um, he sh- he takes him outside, and the army is like getting ready, and yeah. then and then Shang Chi is like, "You can't be serious. We can't do this, guys. We can't do." This. And then he gets hit on the head or whatever. Yeah. Well, he says like, "What well, what if they don't let you in?" And he says, "Then we'll burn them to the ground." Yeah. And that's kind of like they're like, "Yeah, nope, hold up." So they they get thrown in prison, and they hear monster weird like growling. <laughs> <laughs> grunting sound. This was a a huge twist. Like I, props for them for keeping this under wraps. Mm. But they walk into this room and it's Trevor. <laughs> it's Trevor from Iron Man Three. Of all people, 
Kevin Slattery is still alive, and uh, he was great. He's like a jester, essentially. Mm-hmm. For they were going to kill him, yeah. but because he of his acting. broke into Macbeth or whatever, right? Or Hamlet? Was it Hamlet or Macbeth? Something. I think it was Because of his acting prowess, they decided to keep yeah. him basically like a jester to like yeah. entertain the troops or whatever. Um, he's just so pure, and he has a little beast, a little little creature. Morris. Morris, that's his name, Morris. Mm-hmm. Uh, chicken pig. <laughs> <That's Aquafina laughs> With no face. Uh, yeah, which to them is, I guess, proof that Talo is real, obviously, because mm-hmm. it's this mythological creature. And Trevor thought that he was imagining Yeah, like, <laughs> Morris like you can time. see him. <laughs> I love that little bit. Mm. Um, but okay. Uh, they create a plan. This is this is where it gets more uh, marvel I was about bit. to say the exact same thing. Uh, they're in prison. Yep. They're all locked up. Oh, no, what are they going to do? Bad guys are going to do bad stuff. Yep. They formulate a plan to break out. They and still they ra- execute fist, it perfectly. Raise fist car. Yeah. Um, and they follow... Uh, but there's just great little bits. Like, they... Long story short, Morris, the creature, leads... Because he can talk to Trevor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, leads them to Talo. They learned that the the moving forest that we see at the beginning of the movie... Yes. Is... It, there's actually, like, a, a formula to it. You yeah. Can, you can navigate it if you know how. Yeah. There's, like... There's once a year, there's, like, a straight shot. Through, right. They said, but then the, you actually know how to do it. You can kind of get through. Mm-hmm. It's a moving maze. And Morris says that there's a 19% chance that he can get them through. Yes. 19 um, but I love, like, through all of these things, yeah, a lot's happening, but there's little character moments. We're getting, like, an hour and seven minutes. Jeez. <laughs> um, there's little character moments. We'll, we'll, we'll speak to this. Uh, that I loved, like, when they're sitting in the car mm-hmm. and Trevor's, like, telling his childhood story. Mm-hmm. He's talking about Planet of the Apes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's like, how could they get those monkeys to, like, behave like that or whatever? And he's he's like, like, they weren't riding on horses. <laughs> they were acting like they were riding on <laughs> yeah. horses. And he was like, my mother said, Trevor, it's not real. It's acting. And I thought, wow. So, yeah, he says, <laughs> they weren't actually riding. And, and, they're, and they're men in suits, obviously, yeah. like back in the day. He said, they're not riding on horses. They're acting like they're riding on horses. And he says, like, I still can't wrap my head around it. And, like, those <laughs> moments, I was like, this is just so great. Uh, um, but they have a great little sequence getting through the forest. Mm-hmm. Um, Almost die a couple. Stay times. in the pocket. Stay in the pocket. <laughs> uh, but they make it to ta- to to Talo. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm talking a lot. Sorry, I need some water. Um, no, I'll, I'll I'll be fine. I'm not. Stop it. <laughs> um, and they meet uh, their aunt, mm-hmm. Auntie. Uh, Ying Nan. Yes, but so. Quickly, they're prepping. They tell them what's happening. We learn what's actually behind uh, the gate. The dweller in the darkness. And the soul suckers. Which is like this Cthulhu, yep. Lovecraftian, like, oh, it's so cool. Creature. Um, Giant demon kaiju, yeah, if you will. Pretty much, yeah, actually. We get told the story, but one tidbit that was kind of passed over is that she kept saying, like, in your universe. Mm-hmm. So, like, they, they passed through some gateway. Well, yeah. not, not... Well, they're, they're in, like, a way. kingdom of heaven. Like, yeah, like they, I was saying earlier, Talo is, like, heaven. Yeah, they, they do actually, like, go through, like, a portal. Yeah. Um. So this, again, is bringing in multiverse stuff, new realms, different mm-hmm. worlds, that kind of stuff, Um, which I think is tight. Uh, But we see them getting ready. Um, They're all kind of training. This really great sequence. Um, Katie stumbles into the archery, becomes an archer, and is actually yeah. good at something. Um, uh, Zaling has her kunai, which is super sick. 
it's like it's it's the the blade on like a rope. Yeah, basically uh, that scorpion uses pretty mm-hmm. much. Um, and then uh, what's her name? Mailing the ant. Nan. Nan. Or Nan. Ying Ying Nan Ying, Ying Nan. Yep. But like if you if you're saying like first gotcha, name, it gotcha, just be gotcha. it just be Nan. Nan, that's right. Uh, she uh trains Shang Chi in the. I don't know what, what it's called, but the fighting style that her mom, mm-hmm. that his mom used. The <coughs> open palm. Open palm, and mm-hmm. you have to open your stance. You notice how at the beginning of every fight, his mom and yep. him and Nan, they all like open their stance, swing the leg around yep. to like, I don't know. Yep. No, it's it's great. It's spot on. Um, and they get he gets his suit, mm-hmm. which is like made of dragon scales. Which <laughs> I had a comment <laughs> when we were watching. His, his his that was the, oh his, you had a great point this is gr- I, I love this go on this was the last gift that his mom left to him and his sister yes right how did she know how big they were going to be yeah because so it fits perfectly on so both his of them. his mom dies when he's like six or seven yeah right his people from uh when moves past the iron gang wherever come mm-hmm. and uh they she looks like she does some damage because they're laying around too but right. she's killed um. And he's like a boy. He's like Small. six or seven years old. Maybe five or six. Right. I think he's seven. Okay, seven years old. Because later in the movie, and this pisses me off, but his dad's like, you didn't do anything. You watch them as they... And it's like, he is seven years old. You haven't yeah. even started training him yet. Yeah. He's just a boy. Um, uh, Zach leaned over and he was like, because she, he's seven when she dies. Mm-hmm. But she'd already... Left these, these gifts. These two suits for him and his sister. And he goes... How'd you know how big they were going to be? And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, you've ruined this entire film. Because uh, they fit perfectly. They fit perfectly. Maybe it's magic, dragon scales. Maybe they have tailor, like, dragon scale tailors yeah. that were able to, you know, fit them. That is funny. <laughs> but but, that, my but first it's a good thought, point. It's a good point. <laughs> it's like, um, it's like when uh, Superman finds a suit and it just like perfectly fits. You know, yeah. I, I had the same, th- similar thought. But It's very convenient. Mm-hmm. That is his size. Anyway, uh, then the fight begins, and it's... Uh, so the Ten Rings show up. Ten They're going to burn down the village because they need to get to that gate yep, and break it open. Talo. Because it, uh, uh, Lee is in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and Wu and Shang-Chi kind of break off and have their own fight, and mm-hmm. Shang-Chi gets his ass kicked. There are some really cool like matchups oh, in, yeah. that, in that battle. Oh, yeah. So... Um, Razor Fist and Zaling. Yeah, and then Nan is fighting the Death Dealer. Is that a name? Yeah, yep. The, the Death Dealer's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> he gets a very unceremonious end, though. Yeah. Which, well, I, which I think is powerful. Yeah. I think it's powerful. Um, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a cool fight. There's, there's, I mean, the fight choreography in this, whether it's the, the graceful kung fu or... I'm going to stop saying kung fu because I know that, 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 that they all have different names for the style that they are. Mm-hmm. Graceful fighting style or, 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 or the more... Um, like speed heavy and aggressive, and and I don't know what the right word would be. It's not aggressive, but whatever. All the fight choreography is great. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it seems like there's two styles that are, two that, styles. are that are featured. There's yes. the in Shang Chi for majority of this film yep. is is adopting this style because his dad's like yep. compound trained yep. him. It's it's more relying on power. Yep. And just like force, yep. and then there's the more reactive, almost like, uh, and and the wind is you know moving yeah. around. It almost seems like it's more like in tune with nature and just yep. like using 
your force against mm-hmm. you kind of style. Yeah. So those two against um, each other. And they're so like they contrast very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at this point, we've we've learned that Shang Chi actually did go through with the hit. Yeah. So we, we, we he see killed that guy. There's a lot of like I think his aunt and he thinks back to his his mom saying like there your mother and your father are in you mm-hmm. like the good and the bad make up who you are and if you stop running from that is when you can actually take a step into your own identity. He has the ability to bring balance to the force. Exactly. This is a Star Wars movie in hiding. <laughs> um, but I think it's beautifully done. Uh, and no, then it's, it's very well done. He goes and he gets his butt kicked by his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, gets thrown in the water. Yep. Which I, I guess... This is like the can fall. He, can he like breathe? In the, in the hero's journey arc, this is the fall. He can't breathe underwater, but if you notice, uh, at a certain point, bubbles start coming up and yeah. going into his nose, so he's yeah. able to get oxygen to say, like, that he, way. He does get oxygen. Um, so during the fight, his dad, after he... He knocks Shang Chi and jumps over an entire lake. Yep, with with (laughs) with the rings and starts pounding on the wall, Mm -hmm. and some little small soul suckers creep out. Mm -hmm. The wall is made out of like dragon scale because the Great Protector, yep, giant dragon, giant dragon. Um, But oh, and in the in the soul suckers, are they called soul suckers? Do they have another name? That's what I'm calling them. Um, We're gonna call them the soul suckers. Uh, They are like immune to normal weaponry. The only thing yes. that can defeat them is either like the Great Protector himself, like if he or bites them, dragon scales. or dragon scales. So they've got dragon scale arrows. They got yep. staffs with dragon scales at the yep. ends of them, so they can. And it's crazy because beat them. Like Razor Fist tries to like slash one, and mm-hmm. it like it like comes apart, and, and then, then comes back together. Re- yeah, it's really reassembles. Um, but immediately, one of them grabs Death Dealer and just kills him. Sucks his soul out. Boom, dead. Um, takes it takes it back to dad, the dweller in the yeah. darkness, which I think is powerful because it, that's their most like prize fighter, mm-hmm. and just he's just that's like their champion, yeah, gone. Um, and it happens again later to one of the the the, the Talo guys. The well, it happens to to all kinds of people. Oh well, yeah, no, but because like, we see the little soul suckers yeah. coming over with a bunch of souls, and then later we see a bunch of people laying on the ground. It happens to quite a few people. Uh, the archer, the, the 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 older guy who looks at Katie and mm-hmm. is like, just don't die, um, which I think is really sad. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the giant dragon comes flying out, the great protector, which said, this is where... I wouldn't call I, him a dragon. What would you call him? Like a Lovecraftian octopus monster. No, 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 no. Uh, oh, you're talking about the great protector? Yes. Okay, yeah. okay. No, the dweller is a giant creature with wings and tentacles and, yeah. and something. Um, the the great protector comes out of the water and Shang Chi is like riding him. Yeah, uh, and it's super dope. Also, during this, Shang Chi gets the rings. Well, so the the dragon drops him off, and yeah. he has this badass fight sequence with his dad, where yeah. they're like, "And at this point, he you takes, weren't a father to me." Yeah, at this point, he takes his mother's stance. Uh huh. Whatever. Yeah, and he's more powerful because he opened his palms. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh, all you got to do, guys, open your palms. But it's really cool because he is able to. The only other person that we saw in this film that was able to actually use the rings against Wenwu was his mother with his mother and and he does it he he takes control of the rings at one point yeah so he, he his mom like sent them back to him mm-hmm. like Shang-Chi like they answer to him now right like they change color they have a great been, sequence where like they, they haven't been checked. passed over to him yet but he's able to control them for like short True, periods of yes. time but there's like that cool sequence where like he has five and his dad has five yeah um, and they're like dueling um, but then his dad does have like one last like moment of redemption, if you will. Um, 
He's getting his soul sucked. Where, where he's he's grabbed by the giant, by the, the dweller. The dweller. Yeah. Um, and I think he's realizing, like, kind of, I don't know, like, what's what's right in front of him, if you will. You know, mm-hmm. like, he's looking for his mother, for, 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 for his wife, who's, in a way, lives through his son, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and he knows, like, he's been taken and he's getting his soul sucked, like, literally. And he surrenders the rings to Shang-Chi. Um, yeah. To, like, officially pass them through. So after a thousand years he finally meets his end. And you hear like a flashback to something he heard, not like a flashback, but like a voiceover, like, you know, like in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Where Frodo's like, I don't know if I want to go across this river. And then he hears Gandalf saying, what you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. And it's all like tears yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So another one of those scenes yeah, yeah. where like you hear his dad saying like, I won't pass the rings to you until I know that you're ready. And then yep. he passes yep. the rings. And they, they, they go on his arms. Um, and he realizes that he was wrong. His wife's not in there. Yep. It's, it's that thing. Yep. And uh, still gets his soul sucked. This is where, so this whole sequence from here on out is where for me it was like a little much. I loved it. Only because it just felt like I was like, okay, we end, we still ended with like this giant CGI fest. Well, but it was hold different. on. Hold on a second. It, it, it draws on like um, Chinese myth. Yes. And just like the mystical, fantastical. Yeah, like of of the dragon coming in and like saving the day and protecting the village and protecting like the realms of earth, basically. Yeah. I was gonna know. say this. This I loved it. This doesn't like. This didn't feel like pheromones and oh and, god no, and no, no, parachutes no, no. that were conveniently that. placed. I like this more because it has mythology behind it. Yeah, exactly. So that that definitely, I think it was just maybe because I at least for me it was unexpected. Okay. That, that it went this grand in scale. Um, yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> Your biggest, uh, one of the things that you love about Zack Snyder the most is the risks that he takes and the 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 scale of his movies, how grand they are. Yes. So can you use this as a knock against Shang-Chi? No, 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 no. Uh, so it, after a few days of like sitting with it, it's it sits better now. I think mm-hmm. I was just like, part of me- You were I, caught off guard. I don't think theater. I really believed that there was actually a dweller in darkness behind that gate for some reason. Okay. I don't know what I thought it would be there, but I thought I don't know if that's gonna be it. Yeah. Then I was like, oh damn. Well, this okay. is he's based in the comics too. Yes. So he's yeah. he's oh, a yeah. he's a villain that yeah. Doctor Strange fights. He is one of the Fear Lords, mm-hmm. which is a group of demons that conspire to conquer and rule Earth through fear. Uh, they were they were eventually taken down by Doctor Strange. Yeah. Daredevil and the Straw Man, who is one of the Fear Lords, but he like betrayed them. And anyway, so the Dweller in Darkness is one of the Fear Lords. And they should have kept he, his comic accurate appearance, <laughs> which is still <laughs> Lovecraftian based. It is, is, is it very is, different. Is, yeah, um, anyway, but yeah, I, I loved the way he was portrayed in this. I thought it was super cool. Yeah, personally, um, I loved the dragon coming out the and like saving dope. them and then like dropping them off. Dragon and like he dope. has this nice moment where he, like flies off into the celestial. Yep, Katie saves the day with the bow and arrow. Yeah, her shooting uh, the dweller in the throat. What's funny is that it felt uh, like uh, um, I'm going back to because you know Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit. Those are like my favorites. Yeah, right. It reminds me of, like in the Hobbit when uh, dude has to like sh- hit that one little spot that there's not a scale to defeat the dragon. Yep. and he hits it. You know, it reminds. Well, but what's funny to me is that after the big fight, when they're talking to their friends again, telling mm-hmm. the crazy story. She says something like, I don't know. I'm I'm not an archer. I just learned how to do it like an hour ago. <laughs> I was like, thank you. Because yeah. that's a very, one of the biggest tropes that I've heard with like 
Ray from Skywalker, right. from Skywalker, Star Wars, or Luke Skywalker is they're like the Mary Sue character who just like is good at everything. Sure, prodigies. And people are like, what? And I think it's funny that Katie's even like, I don't know. Like, I'm yeah. not an archer. I just picked it up and right. just they're, had to do it. They're poking fun at those, exactly. at those yeah. tropes. Um, which I think is, I definitely Self applaud Self-aware. Uh, but after the fight, um, there's this really touching scene where, like, they kind of let go of the of, of the ones who, who died. Mm-hmm. And Shang-Chi... They set up the little lanterns yeah, into the lake. Shang-Chi does it for his dad, and then yeah. Zhao Ling does it for, for her mom. mom. For her mom, well, yeah. Their mom and dad. Um, and I think that's powerful because I think the films that I love most from Marvel are the ones where the villain is ambiguous. And okay. is like, there's not, no one's all good. No one's all bad. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Infinity War works great because Thanos makes sense. Yeah. Like his Thanos did nothing wrong. His perspective is understandable. Uh, Killmonger and Black Panther is understandable and mm-hmm. relatable. Um, U- Ultron. Ultron. I watched this video. The best one. Uh, no, I don't. I'm just kidding. I watched this video uh, on YouTube. It was it was one of those channels, kind of like uh, uh, the channel that you were talking about that I can't think of the name right now. Mm-hmm. You want to shout them out again? Uh, New Rockstars. New Rockstars. Yeah. It was, it was a channel like that. Uh, and this guy was analyzing in depth how Ultron was trying. He, he knew that Thanos was out there and he was trying to prevent Thanos from coming to Earth. Ah, interesting. Think about that because his thing is like population control, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Ultrons. That's interesting. Wow. Think about that. Wow. So he w- he was a good guy. Wow. <laughs> According to this guy's theory. Yeah. Anyways, let's. Uh, keep. But you know, I, I I like that. You know, when Wu, he 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 himself was hurting. He was in pain. He wasn't just like this. Oh, I'm evil because it's like right. Justice League Steppenwolf. Right. Is just evil because he's evil. Right. When in the Snyder cut, you actually, I felt bad for him. He's just trying to go home. Mm-hmm. You know, whiskey, stop, whiskey. Okay. Um, there's no like, I don't know. I think I think that or like go back to Skyfall with uh, um, Javier Bardem. What's it, Silva? Like mm-hmm. he feels forgotten by MI6 because he was an agent who had a cyanide pill and like it deformed them and they left them to die. Mm-hmm. So there's motive and there's understanding and empathy that you can have in those characters. Um, that always, always, always makes for a better villain and a better film. Yeah. Uh, if the villain's strong, the film is strong, in my opinion. Strong, usually strong. Mm-hmm. A good hero and a bad villain is a bad movie. Sure. Think of The Dark Knight. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. Sorry. I'm going to rant there for a second. You're, no, you're fine. Um, I, I agree completely. Uh, so, Shang Chi eventually is the one that delivers the killing blow yep, to the dweller. Kamehameha. He he throws the rings in this dude, spins him around until they like grind him up or something, and then mm-hmm. and then he like explodes. And yeah. It's it's pretty cool. He exploded. Mm-hmm. If, it reminded me of Black Mask. Yeah, no, I, I had the same thought like, sitting in the he theater. Exploded. I was like, that was a Black Mask explosion. <laughs> he blew up. <laughs> yeah, there was just stuff flying all over um, the place. But it was great. Uh, then we get this really fun ending with uh, they're like, they tell the story to, to their friend in the r- restaurant. They're like, you're making fun of us because we told you to grow up. Now you're thinking it's mm-hmm. a crazy story. And then Wong shows up at his portal and he's like, yeah. come with us. Come with us. Um, and the post credit scenes are great too. Yeah. Um, they s- it shows them analyzing the rings, and it says that they're like beaconing something. Yeah, so there's like a there's like a, a beacon like way out 
somewhere that uh, they picked up a signature on the rings that's coming from that place. Yep. And it, it's it's uh, Captain Marvel and Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner with his arm in a sling. Uh, still in a sling, but he's back in human form. Mm-hmm. He's not Smart Hulk anymore. Right. And then it's uh, Wong, not Wong, and then Shang Chi and Katie, and. Um, they Wong. determined that they're going to have to look deeper into that, but Wong's yeah. like, but first we should get some rest. Well, yeah, but, but also... <laughs> or... Uh, Bruce Banner also says, like, welcome to the circus. Which yeah. So that's, he's an Avenger. Yeah. But yeah, he says, you need to get some rest, and they're like... Or... or cut to... <laughs> they're singing, singing Hotel California. California. <laughs> um, but then the second post, post-credit scene mm-hmm. is there's a passing line of Zhao Ling is dismantling their father's empire. Mm-hmm. She's not... She's taking it over. Yeah. And it ends by saying the Ten Rings will return. Right. Which opens it up to a sequel for sure. Or maybe a Disney Plus series. Something. Something. Um, I mean, I so would it imagine makes that sense. we're getting a Shang-Chi It makes too. sense to me mm-hmm. that Zha Ling would take over the Empire rather than dismantle it. Because early in the film... Uh, all she all she really wanted was like her her father's approval because she wasn't given training like her brother was and all this yep. stuff. And she says, if I wasn't able to have a stake in his empire, I was I'd going build to my build own. my own. Yep. And this is her opportunity to take his over. Yep. You know, so it makes it makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, Time will tell if they're like evil or if they're more. That's what I was thinking. I was like, uh, are they going to like be anti-hero type organization? Yeah. You know, are they going to be like just like a covert kind of operation? Mm-hmm. Or are they going to be like evil again? Uh, but anyway, no, that wraps it up. I uh, I loved it. I really did. Yeah. Um, even my little complaints of like it got a little wild at the end, I think it was just more me being caught off guard. I think it, it was a, a wonderful tribute to like the source material. Oh, yeah. And like yeah. The, all the lore. And also just like older Japanese filmmaking. Right. Awesome. Um, I love Talo. I, I want more movies that like explore... Because they they were saying we're just one village oh, in yeah, Talo. Cities. They said that they have cities. Everywhere. Giant city, bigger yeah. than any city that you've ever seen. I want to see. I'd I'd, I'd watch a Talo show. I would. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think this movie has a lot of heart too. It mm-hmm. it, it, it 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 has a message. It says something. Um, yeah. I think it was just. I think it was awesome. I think it's a great new direction. I. This still felt self-contained. There's a couple of lines that connect it to, mm-hmm. oh, we live in a world where people can disappear at any moment. That's you know, the snap. Yeah. Um, oh, this guy took over my name, my likeness in Iron Man three. That's mm-hmm. the only sort of connections we have. And then obviously because we see Wong and some people. But this movie, and we talked about this when we did all the DC movies because some of them felt like set up, or some of them felt like they were just you know like intermediary or you know whatever yeah this movie or no we were talking about it with the the king kong uh godzilla the monster yes, yeah. is when we were talking about yep. this this movie can stand on its own yeah it operates within its own logic yep and it nicely ties into the overarching it adds to it yeah it, it adds to it. it it doesn't depend on it yeah. and it doesn't uh it's not like it's not a setup for the next movie and that's one thing that that's another thing that jamie says she was like i understand that this is just a setup and i'm like no this is not yeah just a setup yeah this is and here's my hot take mm-hmm. are you ready for my hot take here we go uh a uh, recency bias hot take that i could change at any point here i reserve the right to change my opinion yes asterisk uh this is a top five really mcu Heck film yeah. for me Heck yeah that's awesome 
Um, I don't think I'll ever want to in my life rank these movies because there's too <laughs> many. There's so many movies. Fair. That's fair. Uh, but I think I should. I would love to try, but I, that sounds like a headache to me. Mm-hmm. This is definitely, um, I mean, definitely top top 10, easy, probably top seven or so okay. for you're me. Not, you're not willing to go top five. I mean, I'm just trying to think. <laughs> as far as the origin films, mm-hmm. yes, I would say so. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know, man. I think I mean it may be. I'm trying to think the ones that I loved. Yeah. Um, and I I almost don't like counting stuff like Endgame because it's like how can you not? It's hard. It's, it's hard not to. But even if I include both Infinity War and Endgame, yeah, I think it still creaks into the top five. Yeah, I think Winter Soldier is probably one of the top. Let me think. Iron Man one is great. Winter Soldier is great. This one's great. Black Panther is great. Mm-hmm. Um. I can't. We don't need to rate them. There's so many. <laughs> we don't need to. We don't okay. need to rank them. Um, let's finish up. I just know that in my heart, this is a top five. Yeah. Uh, so, a lot of things, but is it good? Yeah. Uh, it's no. It's excellent. It's excellent. Great. Um, coming from, this is two weeks in a row where the guy who sits here and like is like anti Disney. Two like. Yeah. Grand slams, in my yeah. opinion, Cruella and uh, Shang Chi. This one, it was, it was fantastic. It was great. Uh, but we are at an hour and a half, so we're <laughs> gonna wrap it up. It's okay. one of the longer ones. We're sorry. Um, we have one more quick segment that we'll kind of run through, and that is every movie sucks. Yeah, it's gonna be difficult to find <laughs> bad reviews for this. Somebody hates the movie that you love. That's the so we we try and find one star or worse reviews for this. This movie, movie. it's gonna be tough. Is sitting at ninety two percent critics on Rotten Tomatoes, ninety eight percent ninety eight audience. Zach score. mentioned earlier that the only Rotten score uh, score that we see so far literally just says boiled tofu, which like literally. screw that guy. Well, don't even. Um, uh, can we find any? <laughs> Most movies suck. These are all like five star or higher, mm-hmm. or not higher, four star or higher. I found one that was like three and a half stars. All right, what does it say? Oh, I've, it's gone. I'm looking for one stars, man. Oh, man, this is tough. There's, there's two and a half star. Okay, read it. All right, it's kind of long. This is Heath. I felt that it gave off a Mortal Kombat vibe. The pacing was slow. The big scenes didn't land as well as they could have. The story was okay, but not original. Mm-hmm. The skyscraper bamboo scene was the straight out of Rush Hour 2. So that's a negative. Man. Um, um, the score was great. The cast was unfunny. Did not have a good Marvel feel to it. I, I swear to God, <laughs> sorry, seemed rushed and time will tell if it is quality. Some bo- subpar by Marvel standards to me. If somebody uses it doesn't feel like a Marvel movie as a negative review again, <laughs> I'm going to freak out. Well, you're probably going to freak out at some point. <sighs> um, he, br- he brings up one thing that I had a similar thought about. Uh, which Marvel mo- or Which Mortal Kombat film was it that opens up with dude having a bad was it was it the 1995 like mortal the original Mortal Kombat movie where he has like this vision of his brother he wakes up in an apartment yeah Liu Kang yeah <laughs> you he wakes up in an apartment so, yes uh he's like shirtless he's like obviously in good shape he and knows it's like how to a fight. garage apartment it's like a garage okay but yeah. he looks over and finds a postcard that's summoning him to go back home that is true and in this movie that's the exact uh, what happens that's, that's exactly what happens right. Um, I had that thought, but I didn't want to make the comparison because this movie is, you know, you know. Um, so Brian B., this is a one and a half star review. Here we go. I just found it. Yep, go ahead. 
The first 20 minutes were great, fell off dramatically after. By the end, it felt like I was watching The NeverEnding Story, by far the worst movie since Iron Man 2. Mm. Interesting. First, that Brian thinks that Iron Man 2 is worse than Iron Man 3. Yeah, it's not. Um, Suhas, two and a half stars, says, the movie was full of plot holes and nonsensical storylines. Acting was meh. See, where people say nonsensical, I say fantastical. And I think that's not a a knock. I found a one star. (gasps) And it's not very funny or anything. It just says, too much humor. Dude's a Marvel film. All right. Even even Mm -hmm. I'll give him that. No suspense. What? Just too bland. He's wrong. He's just wrong. You're in the wrong movie, sir. <laughs> that man is wrong. So you can find anything else. Uh, These are all five star, five star, five star. I've gone back many pages. There's a lot of, I mean, the five stars are amazing in all caps. So good yeah, in all caps. Accurately awesome. Displayed Chinese culture. This guy said, amazing, like U-H space, M-A-Z-E space, Z-I-N-G space, and then spelled out exclamation point. Eric. Here's a two-star. Uh, the second two-thirds of the movie got really boring really fast. The beginning was strong, though. See, I do think that one of the strongest parts of this movie was the uh, lore behind yeah. Wang Wu and, like, his legend. You know, the legend of the Ten Rings. Yeah. Uh, but I, I just disagree with these people. Here's one more, <laughs> and then we'll wrap it up, and I'm going to freak out. I'm going to freak out. Google is what the name says. Two... Three stars, not as expected to be Marvel movie, more like a Chinese movie. What was that? It was whiskey. What was the boom? Did she knock something she over? Something over yeah. Come on, whisk. That is on purpose, Google. Right. Okay. Google. Anyway. anyway. Can't trust him. All right, cool. Uh, we can wrap it up. I don't know what we're doing next week, uh, but we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll we'll pick something. Yeah. Maybe we'll do like uh, we need to do the Matrix films because. Is Matrix Resurrections is coming out. In December, right? November? Yeah, so. Somewhere around there. So maybe we'll do one of those. We'll see. You know, we always do something good. So where can they find us? You can find us on Twitter. Okay. B-I-I-G Podcast. All right. You can talk to us. Say hello. Say hello. Hello. Um, whiskey. Good Lord. Uh, did she just do a slide across did. the bathroom floor anything you want to say you can find us at b-i-i-g podcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. you can find me on the Instagram at but is a good podcast um, say hello say what you like don't like if you like this what do you think of Shang-Chi mm-hmm. um, what do you want us to do next subscribe like do all those good things please and thank you feel free to jump in here and tell me why it's not a top five yeah MCU what, what are your top five if, if, if you don't if you don't feel it is you know maybe we will read your email Next week. Yes. Let us know. Cool. Anything else? Uh, I'm good. All right. We'll see you guys next week. All right. Bye. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah.